Hey folks, hey superstars, hey this is Wesley, billion dollar virgin again here on Sunday here and um, I, I want to do something cool here. I know I'm going live twice in one day here, but I want to do a master class, okay? And th I think I'm going to start doing this here and we're going to talk about money, but more very specifically, I want to talk about the four stages of first generational wealth for young people. Now listen, anybody can be a young person, okay? Even if you're 60 years old, you're still young. Um, you know, just over the years of making money, working with people, what I realized, people just lack education as it relates to money. And what I mean by that, just really understand how money works, um, understanding the principles of money as it relates to becoming wealthy here. You know, because listen, some people truly believe that all the people that follow me are broke. They're not. Everybody that follows Wesley Virgin is not broke. Some of you are making good money, pretty good money. But still, you find yourself without money, right? Because maybe you don't understand the principles or the uh, mechanisms that you need to be, be able to install in your own life to be able to acquire wealth. Because I think the biggest fallacy or myth is that you need a ton of money to be wealthy. Well, wealth is not created that way, actually. And I'm going to talk in this video, if you want to be a first generational wealthy person in your family, first generational millionaire, I want to talk about the four stages. Take notes. Take notes. This is going to be very educational. I've never shared this before. But this is what I've applied with my own life. Many of you know I've started um, just... <sighs> Several, several different companies online in the digital marketing space here. And, you know, I made my first million at 35 years old. And, you know, over the years, I've made more money year after year because I've applied this concept here. So um, I want to talk about the four stages of wealth. Uh, first, how to basically acquire the wealth, how to sustain it and you know, really how to continue to progress, because if you make money, I don't want you to lose the money, which a lot of people lose money as well. They make a ton of money and they lose it or they're just not so astute with it here. OK, so let me know when you're ready to go. Make sure you take out um, a sheet of paper here. This is going to be extremely educational. This is going to be much better than any economical class you would ever take in college in a university here because universities don't teach this type of information. You have to learn this through trial and error. And this is something that I use. It's the reason why I'm worth over 30 to $40 million. And that's not cash, obviously. If I would liquidate everything that I have, including my different companies, houses, real estate, Bitcoin, whatever, it would be about $30 million okay, in the bank account. And I want to show you how I'm doing that over and over again over and over again every year, uh, earning more money and not necessarily working hard, um, just applying these concepts that I'm going to share with you. And the great thing about it is very simple concepts. And I've been applying this stuff, I think, in my maybe later 20s because I made a lot of money. I made good money even in my 20s, but I was still broke. I still made 100000 150000 a year, but I was broke every single month. But when I began to apply this stuff, that I'm going to share with you, which is just not shared with no one, honestly. Uh, teenagers need to understand this. If you're in your 20s, if you're a young adult, young couples that get married at a younger age, you need to understand this because if not, you'll be broke. It doesn't matter how much money you make, you will be broke or you'll put yourself in a position that it'll always feel that you don't have enough money. Make sense? Okay. So you ready? Is everybody ready to go? Feel free to share this out as well. I do advise if you're a parent, you have a son or a daughter, share it out. Got a teenager, share it. You have a young adult, share it. Just share it out because I'm going to educate you um, and share some esoteric things about money that, you know, like I said, the public don't talk about, unfortunately. The mass amount of you will never understand, never know. Okay, so the, the first stage, write this down. The first stage of becoming a first generational wealthy person um, as a young person is to basically, you know, make your first million. Okay. Make your first million. 
And this is the grinding phase. Uh, I call this the grind. And the reason why I call it the grinding phase, how many of you are in the grinding phase right now? Like, I mean, making a million dollars, you know, you probably haven't made a million dollars, but you're just in the grind phase. This is the most difficult phase of the phase of becoming a first generation millionaire, okay? It's just making a million dollars, right? Earning a million dollars. It doesn't matter if it's profit or gross, just making a million dollars, okay? Just making it, right? Because the reason why that's so important in that phase, because many people that try to make a million dollars, they don't believe that it's actually possible, okay? You know, they don't believe. Like me, I grew up in the hood. I grew up on the sunny side area here in Houston, Texas here. So, you know, I didn't I didn't know anyone that even made 100000 a year. So to make a million dollars a year was out of the question. So the first is the grind because... And I call it the grind because this is the personal development that you have to go through. This is reading the books. You have to get around the right people because it's the psyche, the mindset that is most important during this phase because you got to believe it is possible for you. And grind is not necessarily working hard. And even all the work that you're doing, you, you may feel that it's a lot of work because it's, it's like looking for a needle in a haystack, right? Like, you know it's there. But imagine going to a barn with a haystack, you know, several haystacks and having one needle that you have to find, right? You may say, well, man, we're never going to find this, right? <laughs> and see, that statement alone, like, we're never going to find this, that's the statement of people with the mentality that are a bit average and a bit poor and, and had a bunch of limitations here. So the first stage is the grind stage, and it's tough. I'm going to be honest with you. It's tough, and it's no, like, I can give you a blueprint, folks. You know, I can tell you, well, do this, do this. But what you got to understand is every millionaire, rich person, wealthy person, billionaire has their own philosophy and what it took for them to be who they are, right? But the first million is very difficult. It's just very hard, and you kind of got to figure it out yourself. You know, I'm not saying that you can find a mentor. Some people are lucky enough to find a mentor. Some people are lucky enough to get with a CEO that already makes millions of dollars. So if they stay with, stay with that CEO for a couple of years, they would just learn things about what it takes to uh, not just make money, but how to manage the money, right? Which is, is extremely important. So it's the grind phase. That is the grind phase, okay? The grind phase is when you're just trying a lot of things, uh, a lot of different companies because some of you don't know what you want to do. And for everybody that doesn't know what you want to do, and that's, that's cool. If you don't know what you want to do, that's okay. But my advice to you is you just have to try stuff. Don't get so hung up of trying to find the perfect thing. That's going to keep you broke and poor. It's going to keep you at a job for the rest of your life, honestly, because you're looking for the right thing. It's not such a thing as the right thing. That is a myth. It's no right thing. In business, okay? It's just you have to do a bunch of things until the thing gives you the result, okay? It's not about the right thing. It's about what's going to bring you the result, what thing that you're going to do, what opportunity you're going to get involved with that you feel blessed with, like you feel happy doing. And the reason why you have to be passionate and a bit happy about it because you have to do it for a very long time until you achieve the result that you want. Does that make sense? So that's the grind phase, and it's very difficult. Most people don't get it out. They don't make it out of the grind phase. And do you know, to kind of help you out a bit, if you haven't made a million dollars, some people, listen, some people on here have made millions before. How many of you have made millions before, but you've lost it? I have a lot of people that I know personally that have made millions of dollars, and they just, they went to zero, and they're trying to get back up. So those people, they're not necessarily in the grind phase because they've already made a million dollars. They know what it feels like. But most people that follow me, they haven't made a million dollars yet, okay? So like I said, that's just the grind phase. And what I would say is this. <clears throat> Why are you, are you trying to make a million dollars? Focus on 100,000 first. Like if you never made 100,000, okay? Like if you never made $100,000, like if you already had 100,000, it may be easy for you to think about a 500 to a million dollars, right? But if you've never, if you're making under 100000 right now, listen, let me help you out. To think about a million dollars, it may be a bit too robust for your mind to, to conceive that. 
You just can't conceive it. Trust me. Just stay with me. One thing you don't know about me, I've told you before, but you have to really understand the mentality. When I was 26, 27 years old, I was already making six figures. Okay? I was already making six figures. Like the most I've ever made working for somebody was $25,000 a month. So for me, I was able to picture myself making a million dollars because I was already comfortable making six figures already at 26 years old. You with me? So it was just like, it was normal. But some of you are 26 in your 20s or later 20s or 30s and you haven't made six figures yet. Like you haven't even made six figures. I'll never forget when I was making $8 an hour, I think I was 22, 23 years old. And I worked for a company by the name of ACS. It's a company here in Houston, Texas. It's a call center. And I was working next to this guy that was like 50 years old. And he was making eight bucks an hour too. And he was talking about what we did in the past. He said, uh, you know, I used to make six figures, man, but you know, got terminated the, the job to downsize. I said, wow, you was making six figures? Dang, that's a lot of money. That's what I said, right? I was 20, 23. He said, Wes, it's not a lot of money. <laughs> he said, after they take taxes out, FICA, FICA, whatever, it's about 6000 a month. I said, oh, really? Because, you know, when you think six figures, everybody thinks, you know, 10000 a month, right? 100000 a year. That's what everybody thinks with a job. But that's not the truth, okay? If you make $100,000 a year, that's about six, seven. Maybe seven thousand a month. Okay, maybe got to pay taxes, right? No one thinks about that. <laughs> so it's not even a lot of money, right? Because if your rent is four thousand, three thousand a month, that's half your paycheck, right? So six, seven thousand dollars a month, it's not a lot of money. And that's what he told me. He said it's really not a lot of money, Wes. And I was like, oh wow, I didn't think about that because when I thought about a person making a hundred thousand dollars a year, I just thought they was making ten thousand a month. Well, they're not making ten thousand dollars a month if they're working for someone. Okay, because you got taxes, period. Got taxes, FICA, FICA, insurance, things of that stuff that comes out of the paycheck automatically here. So, like I said, if you haven't made 100000 yet, make 100000 first as soon as possible. If you do it with a job, great. If you do it with a business, great. Because the point is to be comfortable making that amount of money. You have to be able to conceive like making that type of money and knowing that it's possible. That is so important. You know, people glaze over this, but it is so important to believe that you can actually make that type of money. I've already believed at 26 years old that I can make $100,000 plus. So to believe to make a million dollars a bit easy for me than a person who's never made 10000 a month or 7000 a month. Does that make sense? Okay. Are you with me here? Give me a thumbs up. Take note. So that's the first phase of creating wealth is the grind. And it is very difficult. It is very hard. Um, it is hard. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It is hard. And the hardest part is not actually doing it. It's just believing that you can do it. That's it. Believing that you can actually earn a million dollars with your business, job, whatever you're doing to do this. Okay? So here's phase two. Phase two is... Please pay attention here. And this is why a lot of people that actually start making money, 10000 a month, 20000 Like, listen, this is for everybody that's starting to make some money, 5000 a month, 10000 a month, 20000 a month. You're making money like this, right? You need, now this is going to be tough for some of you, but do this. This is what I did. Collect your money, okay, until you have a million dollars in the bank account. Okay? A million and I get it, you know, it's going to be difficult for some of you because you want to spend the money. Because people have this notion that once you make six figures, if you're making 10000 20000 a month, oh, let me go buy a car. Oh, let me go buy a home. I didn't do that. Okay. Now, why didn't I do that? Because I was already making 20000 a month with a job. So I wasn't going to do that. And even when I was making 20000 $10,000 a month with a job, I just had a Range Rover. It was just a regular-ass Range Rover. It was nothing... My apartment was $1,700 a month. Like I was still just living a normal average of life, even though I was making that amount of money, right? So listen, once you're making money, like once you've seen money come into your bank account, 10000 I would say 10000 per month plus, you want to continue to make money. You don't buy anything. Listen, 
Okay? I'm teaching how to stay wealthy and stay with money for the, forever. And your lifestyle will never change, right? Don't buy nothing until you have a million dollars. This is what I taught Ariella. Ariella is the young lady that's, she's the VP, vice president for my company and for sales, national and international sales. And I told Ariella, when she started making money, right? She made her first million, made the first million, not have. I said, don't do anything. Don't make any huge purchases until you have a million dollars in the bank account. Now, she made a few purchases, but she had $500,000 in the bank account. Now, I think now she has a million. And okay, and let me tell you what to do with the million. Don't worry. But you need to have a million dollars, okay? A million dollars that you can touch cash at any given moment. Does that make sense? A million. I don't care if it's in houses, real estate, whatever. But you need to have a million dollars that you can touch within 72 hours. Is that clear? Okay? Serious. This is once you get out the grind... Getting out the grind means that you understand how to make money, right? You're not like guessing because right now you're guessing, right? You're trying different things, listening to different people. You're buying different courses. You're starting different businesses. You're jumping into different opportunities. This is normal, right? Everybody, I did it, right? I, I went through hundreds of different companies before I figured out what really worked for me, okay? So it's just normal. It's the grind. It's just the grind. It is what everybody's going to go through. You're going to fail, fail, fail. A lot, but it's fine. You'll eventually get out of it, right? If you're able to sustain your emotions and just realize that one day you will figure it out, okay? Me, I'm, I have this insatiable, cocky, arrogant attitude towards solving problems. And maybe because I was an engineer for so many years and that's all I did, I just solved problems, very complex problems, right? And so even now I have a problem and I'm a, I'm going to talk about this later at the end, but I love it. I love solving problems. I do. I get turned on. I get, I'm telling you, I get rocked when I have a problem because I like fixing the problem. Uh, I just love it. <laughs> this is probably why I like fixing women's problems. Uh, I mean, I date women that have issues. Well, and it's not even a big deal. Like every woman has an issue, but I just love making women happy by fixing their problems. It's fun. I'm a problem. I am a fixer. And I understand that about myself, and I love it about myself, that I am a fixer because I apply that in business as well, okay? So, like I said, the second stage, you got to get a million dollars. Don't spend, listen, do not. People ask me on my team, they say, well, Wesley, you know, I'm making a little money. I had this one young lady, she's making 20000 a month, you know, right now, twenty dollars $25,000 a month. And she said, well, when do I spend some money? I said, hey, I told her personally because I know her. I said, wait till you have $100,000 first before you go buy a car. And she's not trying to go buy a, a Bentley, right? She's want to buy a car that's better than the original car, which was a hoopty, right? Um, so I said, well, don't buy anything until you have 100000 cash in the bank. And that's what she did, right? 100000 at least. But you guys, a million, a million. Don't buy anything fancy. Don't buy any jewelry. Don't even, like, give people money. Like, don't give your mama money, your daddy. Just wait. Wait, don't give your mom and daddy money. Don't give them, wait. Because when you start making money, now you need to understand how money works, which many of you don't. That's why you lose the money, right? Because you don't understand how it works and you don't understand how it works for you and how you can have that money work for you that you don't have to do nothing if you don't want to, okay? So a million dollars, you got to get a million dollars. I know it may take some time. It's okay. It's okay. It may take a little time to make, now, you may say, well, where do I put the million dollars here? Okay. Um, and that's going to be the third thing. The third phase of business is now I have a million dollars. Okay. <clears throat> this is where you're going to put the million dollars because you need to understand the million dollars is going to be used for you residually. Okay. You want money. I want everybody to write down a comment below sleep money. This is what we want. Everybody wants sleep money, but no one teaches anyone how to create sleep money. I make a lot of sleep money, folks, a lot. That's why it doesn't matter how my businesses or how my active income companies are going. I have a lot of sleep money coming in. <laughs> it's just coming in residually, right? So come with the word sleep money. I'm going to teach you how to get the sleep money, okay? <laughs> Phase three of creating wealth is now I have a million dollars cash somewhere. Okay. Now, this is what you do with the money. 
I'm going to give you a couple of options here. I'm going to tell you what I do. Listen, this is what I did. And you could do this too. Say if you are acquiring millions, okay? When I first started making money, you know, I was making, now I made the million kind of quickly here, but I was making like, I don't know, 200000 a week. Like every week I was making like $200,000 when, you know, one of my products just kicked off. So what I, what I was doing personally, I would buy homes, I bought houses. Right now I have about, I think like eight, wait, 10 houses, I'm not sure. Uh, I will buy a house every month. So let's give an example for you. Say if you're making $10,000 a month. So the money that you're acquiring, you're building up. Say if you have $200,000 and you're able to buy a home, just buy a house, a rental property, okay? What I'm saying is any if you're going to spend that money even before you have a million dollars in the bank account, buy property, buy real estate. Does that make sense? Just buy the real estate. Trust me on this. That first million, just use it to buy real estate. You hear me? You either buy the real estate as you're acquiring the wealth or the million dollars, or you just take the million dollars and you just go buy some homes. <laughs> okay? So what I did when I first made money at 35 years old, I bought real estate every single month. Okay? Just bought a house. Because it was, it didn't make any sense to put the money in the bank. That's another thing. Don't put the money in the bank. Or don't have a ton of money in the bank because it's just a waste. It took me a very long time in my 30s to realize this. You know, sometimes I, I get it. It feels good to be able to log into your Wells Fargo, Chase, Bank of America, NSC. It's five figures, six figures, four figures. Oh, I got a couple thousand dollars. Makes you feel good. <laughs> but what I want you to understand is the banking system itself is not created to benefit you, right? They might try to convince you, oh, we're here to hold your money so you can use your debit card, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. They're using your money all day long making more money. And everybody knows that even if you don't understand the, the depth of that, but in layman's term, the bank don't care about you. They care about your money and they want your money to be there. And if you don't believe me, go to the bank one day, have $10,000 in your bank or even 20000 30000 and say, hey, I want to take out $30,000. <laughs> Just do that. Watch what happens. Oh, well, why, sir? Well, sir, we need to get you to talk to a... Well, sir, we don't have that much cash on it, so we, we can only give you... I'm t They don't want you to take the money out at all because they're using your money to make more money, duh, obviously. That's, that's just... I mean, that's common sense. Everybody knows this. But the reason why people put money in banks is because that's what we've all done, right? It's called social conformity. We've all done this for years, decades, to put money in bank because who's going to walk around with a bunch of cash all the time? Strippers, excited dancers, maybe... But people typically just want the money in the bank and use their debit card, credit card. But that's conditioning. You've been conditioned to do that, right? You've been conditioned to use your car. I, me personally, I recommend don't do any debit cards. Don't do it. Just don't, don't do any debit cards. Just do credit cards, okay? And just pay them off. I don't use debit cards. I have an American Express. I have Discover, MasterCard, Visa, whatever. That's all the cards I use. I don't use a debit card at all. I use other people's money. To do what I got to do, I get points, I get other benefits, and I just use the active income to pay the credit cards off. Because I don't want to make the bank money, right? <laughs> so, I'm not saying keep zero dollars in the bank account, but not a lot of money, okay? Don't put it in the bank account. Now, the question may be, okay, why are you in a third phase? Say if, okay, Wes, I can get some real estate, but can I put my money somewhere else? Because the real estate is used for the residual income. Right, right now my residual income just for real estate itself is about twenty five to thirty thousand dollars a month. So twenty five to thirty thousand every month is gonna come into my bank account every single month, even when I die. Right. Obviously when I die I'm gonna have like probably about a million dollars per month because I'm not dying till like I don't know, probably never. So my children will be able to have that. <laughs> and it's not like you know when people say, and I'm gonna be very honest here, oh I'm doing it for my children. I'm doing it for them. No, hell no. Listen, I plan to spend all my money before I die, honestly, okay? And anything that's left, my children can have because obviously I'm going to have a lot of property. I'm going to have companies like Virgin Media. Eventually, I will give it to my son or give it to somebody else that I think can run a company, whatever. And, you know, they'll get some of that money as well, right? All houses that I build, whatever. But I am not creating wealth for my children after I die. Does that make sense? Shouldn't do that. Stupid. It's dumb. Why would I create wealth 
for my children when I die, when they don't deserve it. They got to work for it, period. Am I giving them a pillow? Absolutely. I'm giving them a comfortable way to be able to make more money. Like my daughter's in college right now. She don't have to work. She sends me a budget every single month. I give her a couple of thousand dollars. She do what she got to do. Make sense? Same thing with my son. My son's going to graduate next year. He's not going to college. Great. He's going to real estate school. Why? To do what? To run my properties. And he's learning my business as well. Make sense? So I'm paying them that way. So I put them in this comfortable situation for them to figure out their focus and their purpose. But I'm not creating wealth for them after I die. Absolutely not. No, I don't. I love them. I don't love them that much. Absolutely. No, no, no. Because they may be bad stewards of the money. All the money that I'm making here, I'm going to enjoy my money. When I die, I'm probably going to have zero dollars in the bank account. The only thing I'm going to have left is assets. Does that make sense? I'm not planning to give a million dollars. No, absolutely not. They need to work for it. I'm going to give them a little money, a little bit. Right. But I'm not giving millions of dollars. Absolutely not. I'm not giving my children millions of dollars at all. Okay. I'm going to give them a comfortable, like anything I have after I die as far as assets, of course, they can have it on my wife. If I ever get married, I doubt it. But does that make sense? So when you're saying, when some of you say, oh, I'm doing this for my children. I'm doing it because I want my children to have a legacy after I'm gone. That's stupid. Don't be dumb. Why? They may spend all your money in one month. You can spend a million dollars in a month. Okay. And a person can definitely do that if they are not smart <laughs> with money. Does that make sense? Are you guys with me here? <laughs> okay, so back to the third phase. So what I do personally, I put my money into brokerage accounts, okay? So I, and I'm being very transparent here. I'm being very personal with my finances here because I want to help you guys. I want you guys to acquire wealth and understand how you acquire wealth. So what I do every single month, I put about one hundred and sixty to two hundred thousand dollars per month in brokerage accounts. It could be Fidelity, Ameritrade, Coinbase, whatever. There's so many of them, right? Pick one. Choose Fidelity. It's a great start. So this is what I do. I've been doing it for a long time, ever since I started to make money. I take a percentage of my money that comes in, and I put it on what is called auto. What's it called? Uh, it's like an auto deposit, which means is. Say if I made last month a million dollars. So automatically, my banks, I put a instruction to my bank to take out $200,000 and send it to the brokerage account every single month. Does that make sense? Every month. The more money I make, it obviously grows, okay? I started with $10,000. Now I'm at about $200,000 a month that I just I put in other accounts, right? Brokerage. Now, why do I put it in a brokerage account? Now, this is stocks, but not stocks that you are thinking about. I don't believe because I'm not a stock guy. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not into losing money. OK, so what I do is I put my money into index funds, mutual funds. What is an index fund? What is a mutual fund? And why do you want to put your money there? Because say if you got ten thousand dollars, some of you got at least ten thousand dollars right sitting in your bank. Right. Doing nothing, by the way, making 0.0001% interest. Right. It's doing nothing for you. You take the 10000 out of the bank account. You put it in a Fidelity, a Ameritrade, and you put it in an index fund. An index fund is nothing but several stocks that perform very well, okay, that hedge fund managers manage for you, okay, like the S&P. Uh, Fidelity has a ton of them. Vanguard, write this stuff down, folks. Vanguard, uh, Fidelity have a... a a ton. Just type in Google top um, top index funds, mutual funds. The great thing about a mutual fund, great thing about index funds, companies like Apple, Coca-Cola, Warren Buffett companies, they're in this pile of stocks in this portfolio. So imagine to have somebody who does this all day long and you put your money there and they manage it for you. And sometimes it's free. Sometimes you pay them 0.1%, which is nothing. But the great thing about these index funds and mutual funds, they I want I don't want to use the word guarantee, but every mutual fund I'm in, index fund that I'm in, 10 to 20 percent every single year. Okay. I make 10 to 20 percent of my money every single year. When was the last time you put ten thousand dollars in your bank account and then within twelve months you had two thousand dollars? Never. 
Okay? Never. Can you guys still hear me? Just want to make sure you guys are still here. All right? Because it doesn't exist. Never. Take your money out the bank. Put a little bit. Just a small amount of money should be in the bank account. Okay? And don't make it so complicated. You guys will be like, ooh, but dividend start, dividend. Listen, make it simple. Okay? Because most of you are not going to be an expert. Okay? Like, I'm not an expert when it comes to stocks. I'm not an expert when it comes to index funds. No. Okay. I learned this from another guy on YouTube. That's, that's all he does. And I looked at the history the past 10, 20 years. These funds like S&P, great. S&P 500, great. Just put your money there. Just put it there. Let it sit. Like, think about it. Open your mind for a second. Your money's sitting in the bank. You may have an 80, 100,000 in the bank. It's just there doing nothing for years. Think about it. You're losing so much money. You've had 100,000, 20,000 a year doing nothing here. So I have a couple of millions, okay, several millions of dollars in brokerage accounts that just, not only do they make money, um, I invest in them every single month. They just automatically. <laughs> Are you with me here? So I give an example. Just recently, I'm moving to Columbia. I'm ready to move, by the way. I'm ready to get out of Houston board. <laughs> but uh, I'm moving to Columbia. So uh, I got my place in Columbia, right? I'm renting a place for one year. It's a beautiful penthouse, 7,500 square foot. And I bought a Tahoe, okay, for $90,000. You know what? I didn't use my money to buy the Tahoe, by the way. <laughs> okay. I paid them, I wired them $90,000, have a custom, brand new, gorgeous Tahoe that's waiting for me right now, by the way, that I'm not going to be in Columbia until probably November. So, but that was residual, that was income made off the, the dividends and the interest of the index funds. Does that make sense? Over the years. Because I have a plethora of money that I can utilize because I've been doing this for a very long time, folks. You get it? So I just took 90000 from the brokerage account, which was money that was made off the money that was just sitting there anyway. Hello? I mean, the millions are going to sit there anyway. So it's making money every single day. And I just bought it. I didn't use any active income. I didn't use Genie Script income, overnight millionaire income, mighty thin income, digital marketing income, real estate income. No. Just from the dividends, just the money that I made, the interest over the years. $90,000 cash, pay for it, done. Does that make sense? So the third stage, that million dollars, it can sustain you for a lifetime. Even $500,000 can do it, okay? Because instead of letting it sit in the bank, it's making you money. And if you want to know what the mutual funds are, just do your own research. I, I don't like giving you guys the exact tickers, because I don't want you to say, well, where should I put my money here? I lost it all. Listen, you can always lose the money, but trust me, you'll never lose money with this, this, this. Nah, it's going to be time that it's going to go low. Like I, I give example. Yesterday, I spent $300,000 on three different index funds, index funds that I already own. And I've noticed that it's dropping. Of course, I'm going to spend more. So I, I, I spent 100000 each, each, like Vanguard, Fidelity index fund. I just put a hundred thousand in each. I mean, the hundred thousand, the three hundred thousand dollars either. It was sitting in my bank anyway. What is it doing in my bank? What am I do with that money? It's going to sit there and do what? What am I buy? All right. <laughs> so I just take that money, so I can get about thirty to sixty grand a year on it as the stock increases. Does that make sense? Just easy money. That's how wealth is built. It's built by putting your money in places where you're making the dividends and interest off of this money. Yeah. So whenever you need to buy something, you just take it for the dividends or the interest. So you're like, you're like never broke. And this is not even inclusive of the active income that's in your bank account. I don't hold a million dollars in my bank account. Never. I've had a million dollars in the bank account, but I don't do it anymore because it's, it's not smart. Because I'm not making any money off of that. And the money just sitting there. Okay? 
None of my accounts are a million dollars at all. I would never do this. And I have over 10 accounts between three different banks. Okay. Are you with me here? So that's the third stage. Third stage, take the million or even take the 500,000. I wouldn't even say 500,000. 500,000 million dollars. Even when you're making money, like say if you're making 10,000 a month, Take 7000 put into the Fidelity, put it into the Meritrade account. Because that's how you build wealth. You're building the wealth. You're not spending the wealth. You're building it. Wealth, the word wealth, for my definition, wealth is just money come in when you don't go in. Okay? Wealth is money when you, when money comes into your bank account or you earn money and you don't do nothing. Okay? You earn, you earn money with the money that you currently have here. Does that make sense? It's how we acquire. It's not just about, oh, I want to create one product and make a million dollars. Oh, I want to create, you know, I want to do something fantastic and go to the NBA and make a million dollars. No, that's, how you, that's not how you acquire wealth. You acquire wealth over time because you understand how money works. You put the money in a place where the money is making money for you. Index funds, mutual funds, in my opinion, is the best way to go because if you know nothing about it, it still works. And I know nothing about the stock market, nothing about mutual funds. All I know, I know how to, I know the basics. Like I use the first principle rule, which means is I look at the index funds. I look at it for the last 20 years. I look at it. Okay. Have it increased for the last 20 years? Yes. Okay, great. Let me put my money there. How much has it increased over the past 20 years? 10%. Okay. At a minimal. Okay. Some years, 20%. Okay. So that means this is stable and a stable company like Apple, Facebook, you think these companies are going anywhere? Absolutely not. Toilet paper. You think people are going to stop wiping their ass? No. Well, these companies are in these index funds. These companies are ubiquitous. You're going to use, you're going to drink Coca-Cola forever. Even though it's killing you, you're going to drink it. You get it? Got to be smart, folks. Wait, can you guys hear me? Let me know if you can hear me properly. Yes. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear me properly. Somebody said they couldn't hear me. I want to make sure you get this information. I'm talking about the fourth, the fourth stage. And make sure you share this out. Share this. Share this out. Especially college people, universal. The people in the universe, they are lost in this. They don't have, know what to do with their money. I know people that make pretty good money, 10000 20000 a month, and just broke. I know people that have 50000 in the bank account. It's just sitting there. And it's still working hard. <laughs> I'm like, why is your money in a bank? What, what, what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so check it out. So here's the fourth phase. First of all, are you guys getting value here? Are you understanding this? Are you writing this down? And I promise to post this live if you promise to share this for me. Share this. I will post this. Houston, Texas, New York City, Africa, United States of America, Australia, Canada, every country we get access to this, okay? Hopefully you don't pull it down because I'm giving you the sauce right now. The fourth stage. And this is the fourth stage of business, folks. This is the four stages of the money. This is when you learn the skill on how to earn money, a lot of money, with your companies without your involvement, okay? Because I'm going to assume everybody here is going to have a company or you're a Forex trader or a trader, but you know you're independent, basically. Well, the four stages of wealth is having companies, several companies, and detaching yourself from the company, and it still makes more money. What I mean by that, delegating creating automated type processes, implementing teams, um, or learning more about AI, artificial intelligence, that it can do a lot of things that you used to do manually, it can do automatically as well, okay? That's the fourth stage. And that's where you wanna be. The fourth stage, baby. You know, the goal is to get there before 50 or 60 years old. I say 60. Because that's a skill. You have to empower people and have people run these companies for you. Because 
You don't necessarily want to run a company for the rest of your... I mean, you know, listen, if it's your passion, I guess, whatever, but you, obviously you want to do other things, right? Anything that you currently do today, you're going to get bored. Even if you're making a million dollars, you're going to get bored. You're going to do something else, okay? So what you need to get great at is being able to employ people or delegate things to people, teach people, mentor people to get them making an amount of money and you getting percentages or commissions and teams and that's work. So it's the fourth stage. Basically, you go on vacation for one month. You don't open your laptop, even though you're going to open your laptop and you're going to open your iPhone. But the only time you open up your laptop and your iPhone is to check the numbers. You know, you're getting a massage in Dominican Republic with your boo. You know, you're in Spain or maybe you're in China. I don't know. You know, Bora Bora with your beautiful man, beautiful wife, with your children running around on the beach. And you're just looking at the money coming in every second. You with me here? Because <laughs> you're taking a break, you know. You're just taking, a, you know, just you just well, you you built the companies, right? So the companies, you employ CEOs or people that's going to run it for you. Okay, that's it. Make sense? Did you write that down? That's how you do it. What's the first stage? Write it down. Let me see if you were listening. Okay, what is the first stage? This is my philosophy of building wealth. This is how I've built. Like right now, we're approaching $100 million, okay? Um, before I hit 50, I will more than likely have a billion-dollar net worth. You'll see. I'm going to show you. But right now, we're approaching $100 million right now, okay? Showing you how to build wealth. What's number one? What's stage number one? The grind, okay? What's the grind? It's going to be the hardest part of the stages. It's tough. I'm just letting you know. It's the personal development. It's the change of environment. It's the daily understanding and the daily metacognition of your emotions, being aware of how you feel, what you're doing, being aware of who you're dealing with, your time. It's important. Like, what am I doing right now? Am I working in my company? Am I trying different things, right? Trying to grind as you're trying to different things. Because if you don't know exactly what you want to do now, you need to just try stuff. Just try stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. Just try, 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 try. Never market, internet marketing, regular business, sell something. Just try. You get it? Try until something resonates with you. Okay? And don't stop trying until you get it. The grind. All right? And like I said, the grind is about five to ten years. Usually about ten years, maybe. All right? Some people are smarter than others. Some people are more intellectual than others some people live in towns where there's nobody around so they're focused like what you don't know bill gates and oh, what's the other guy mark zuckerberg <laughs> if you read their history or their bibliography they grew up in small towns you know those towns where no one exists they grew up there so they immersed themselves into coding that's all they were doing all day because there was nothing to do like it was nothing for children, nothing for, and the houses were miles away. So think about growing up in that environment despite growing up in the city, which is more difficult because it's more distractions. Get it? That's one thing that worked for me. I've never, I don't know if I ever shared this before, but the reason why I was able to really um, upgrade my mindset or condition myself because I was overseas for three years. Overseas is really nothing to do. No club, no drinking, no partying. I mean, there were sex. You know, we, you know, I, I did have some sex. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> but other than that, it was just really nothing to do because we was working 12 hours every day. And I was a computer technician, so my job was easy because obviously com people's computers are not breaking every second. So I would spend a lot of time just listening to Tony Robbins. Like, So 12 hours a day, I was listening to Tony Robbins, Les Brown, and working on my website, honestly, and learning how to code, like learning how to write HTML. I did this every day, every day, because I had to work every day. It was 12 hours every day. It was no days off, by the way. I, w I worked in Afghanistan, and I worked in Iraq. So it was nothing but soldiers on the base, nothing but what is called expats, people from all around the world that are crazy enough to go to these places. So it was just, I just immersed myself. It was nothing else to do. You get it? Like, it was nothing else to do, but... Immerse yourself into something. And I was working out a lot. That's it. I was working out, eating, listening to person developing, and working on the business for three years. Okay? So I became a new person when I left 
um, overseas here. So that's kind of similar to people that live in, you know, places where no one's at, you know. Some of you complain about, well, there's no nothing around here. That's good. That's going to cause you to be more focused, or you should be, because you have no distractions. City life is such a huge distraction. That's why I'm moving to Colombia. I'm moving outside the city. I'm not moving in a city in Colombia. And I'm moving in a place I don't know anyone, so it's great. It's just me and Colombia, right? I'm secluded from everything, and it's quiet. It's more quiet. Like here, where I live here in Houston, it's loud, man. Parties, grief festivals, it's just loud, man. Right? People smoking weed around. I, I don't like weed. I don't like all this stuff. I want to be in an environment where it's quiet, fresh, pure, and I can be very focused on what I got to do. Get it? Okay? So what's the second phase of business? I mean, um, acquiring wealth. Comment below. What is the second phase, ladies and gentlemen? If you're just getting here, make sure you listen to this again. What is the second phase? Write it down. The second phase to acquire generational wealth. Okay. What is the second phase? Chilly Willie. What is the second phase, ladies and gentlemen? Somebody comment the second phase below. Impress it. Don't spend the money. Exactly. Now, listen, you. Especially, say if you made double the amount you made, um, say if you doubled your income every single month. Yeah, you're going to want to spend the money on something. Oh, I deserve this. Listen, you don't deserve shit. You don't deserve nothing. You have to extinguish this thought that, oh, I deserve to get this. I deserve to buy that. No, no, no. Just because money coming in doesn't mean that you have money. Money is coming in for one reason and one reason only, to build wealth. You get it? That's how you build wealth. You are bringing the money to build more of it initially because you want to put your money in enough assets or in enough places where the money is coming in every single month. Residually, you get it? That's what you're doing. When you're making money, when you're making more money than the average person that makes money on the planet here, you're using that money to build wealth. Put it in the real estate or put it in a brokerage account. Index funds, mutual funds, okay? What's the third phase? What is the third phase? <clears throat> What's the third phase? Second phase was accumulate one million. Don't spend that million dollars until you have a million dollars cash, okay, that you can touch within 72 hours. What's the third phase? Come on, talk to me. Are you listening? What's the third phase? Okay. Exactly. Now, third phase is you have a million dollars. We're going to invest the money properly. We're going to invest the money because we want what? Sleep money. You get it? Where do we put the money? We buy homes. Buy the homes. A million dollars of homes, one million dollars in Houston, Texas, would get you about... <laughs> So think about it like this. If you buy a house for 1% is using the rent that you're going to charge, that's $2,000 a month. All right? So do the math. That's about at $200,000 a pop. That's five. Five times two is 10000 So that's $10,000 a month with a million dollars. It's bringing you $10,000 per month. Instead of having a million dollars, just sit in a bank account doing nothing. It's bringing you 10% per year at a minimum, okay? You're making $10,000 per month forever, by the way, because people will need homes forever. You can't create new land. So that means that real estate itself is going to increase, period, because you can't make new land. You can only create new houses, but the land is, whatever the land is available is the land that's available. So every year... Every year, land and homes will increase. It's just in 10 years from now, let me tell you something. Real estate, it's going to double, triple, okay? It's not going to digress. And if it does, it's going to digress for a moment, and then it's going to increase, okay? Because people are born every single day. More people, more people, more people, more people. Where do they got to live? More people will turn 18, 21, and want to move out. So you get it? So 
Real estate is just a great way to put it. So that's a million dollars, $10,000 a month for the rest of your life. At a minimum, could be more. And what is the fourth step, ladies and gentlemen? What is step, stage number four? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, number three, two is putting your money in mutual funds. Don't put your money in the bank. You can hold 10, 20,000. Now listen, if you're a digital market like me, you know, you may want to hold four hundred, three hundred thousand dollars in a bank just to take care of the merchant processors, right? I know a lot of you don't understand that, but whatever. But don't. I mean, less than a hundred grand, man, in the bank. Honestly, less than a hundred grand. Everything else needs to go outside in brokerage accounts to make some money on that money. Just don't let it sit there, okay? Because you're letting the banks do what you can actually do. Let me see. What's number four? That's right, delegation. Number four is where everybody wants to be. Who's in the fourth stage? Anybody? Comment below what stage. Comment below the stage that you're in right now and the acquisition of wealth. Stage four is where you want to be. Delegate, create teams to make money for you. Empower people, teach people. Mentor them. Have them do all the work. The young people. You know, by 60, you should be here, at least by 60 years old, 50. You should be at this level. You don't need to be out there working hard, working hard. No, you need to be a visionary. You need to be a person with the ideal, and then you have other people make it come to life. Okay? And they get a lot of you in the first stage. That's okay. I used to be there. Some people in the third stage, okay? Awesome. Anybody in the second stage? I'm just curious. A lot of people in the first stage. It's okay. I've been there. Okay? Just understand, because you may say, well, how long do I need to be in this stage? Maybe five to ten years. It is what it is. Five to ten years. It's just a fraction of your life. The average person lives to about 80. So just take ten years of your life. So if you're in, if you're in your 20s right now, for the next ten years, just focus. If you're in your 30s, just take 10 years. You know, say goodbye to your 30s because you're going to work. If you're in your 40s, say goodbye to your 40s because you're going to work. All right? That's only 10 years. The average lifespan is about 80 years old, even though I'm going to live to 1,000. But, you know, most people, they die by the 80, whatever. <laughs> All right? So that's a fraction, 10 years out of your life, that you're going to focus on something that you want to do, that you want to create generational wealth. And the great thing about that, once you build the wealth, it takes 10 years to make a million dollars. Man, I'll tell you something. You could do everything you've ever wanted to do in 10 years, less. Let me tell you a story about what I did. You know, when I made my millions, I did everything that most people would never do in two years. Let me tell you what I did in two years. I purchased every dream car I've ever wanted, seven of them. I've been to over 30 countries in two years. I partied in every club. Around the world, everywhere, parties that you can't even imagine. I mean, my God, because obviously, you know, when I made the mill, I was just having some fun, but I was enjoying my life. I mean, I've, I could tell you stories that'll blow your mind. I mean, underground clubs, clubs you don't even know exist around this planet. It's insane. I've been there. I did it. Flew first class. Did it. Five, Santa Five Star Hotel. Did it. Bought my mom a car. Bought my dad two cars. Bought baby mama two cars. Bought her a house. Did it. I mean, I, I did it, all right? So I did a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? The women, of course, you know, whatever. You know, whatever. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about that. But what I'm saying is I, I did what most people would never do in a lifetime. I did it in two years. So it doesn't matter when it's going to happen for you because in two years, you probably could do everything, probably less, okay? Because you got all the money to do it. Like, I did the shopping sprees already. I did the whole go to Paris for a week. Don't take no luggage. Spend $100,000 in Paris. I did that. Okay? I did that. Went to Paris. Spend, I went to New York City. Spent $20,000 on the section. Did that. I mean, I'm just saying I did that already. Shopping every week. Spending five to $10,000 every single week. I did this for a long time. Until I got bored. I did that already. Right? I'm just letting you know, in two years, I did almost everything I've ever wanted to do. So that's why I had to create new new goals and dreams, like private jets and shit like this, right? 
So all I want you to understand is uh, it doesn't matter how long you got to take. Take 10 years out of your life. You can do everything you want to do in less than two years. Have you ever been to Africa? I have. All right. Any questions for me before I let you go? And just to let you guys know what I'm doing here today because I wanted to talk about that. Because you may say, well, what does a millionaire do on the weekend? Let me tell you what I'm doing. Um, I'm meditating. I meditated three times today, 30 minutes each. So I've meditated for about 90 minutes today already. Or maybe more, maybe 110 minutes. Uh, I'm working. And I'm tell you what I'm working on. Because you may say, well, what is... What does a man worth $30 million, $40 million? What does he do? What is he working on? Well, I'm going to tell you what I'm working on. You may not understand it, but I'm going to tell you what I'm doing. So right now I'm doing what is called. And what we're doing is we're creating different variables based off of control. Okay. Variables means. Define how, how to increase what is called the conversion ratio or the price point. So basically in layman's terms. We're creating, I'm going to create different pages for my website because we have thousands of customers coming in and I need to determine which page is converting more, like which page are people landing on and spending more money on. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, It's fun work, but it's tedious work. It's very tedious. I'm with one of my uh, my teams, and this is what we do. Right? We just because it can be the difference between making a million dollars a month or ten million dollars a month. Does that make sense? Just changing small little things within what is called a funnel. And I get it. You don't very tedious, so that's why it takes so many hours because you have to look and you have to make sure you set up the split test properly to make sure that you're not affecting affiliates that are running traffic to the offer. All right. So that's what I'm doing. Okay. Now, any questions for me here? Everybody know what the four stages of wealth. May I ask you to share this, please? Did you feed the homeless today? I did not. I didn't get an opportunity to. I've been busy. Uh, I'll be there two weeks from now. What do you think the best business in the world to get into? Uh, Digital marketing, internet business, for sure. That's the best business that anybody should get in right now. Okay. Internet marketing. All right, any more questions for me here? I think I mudded out a bit here. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry about that. What is the problem that you need to solve now? Oh, yeah. So I have a problem because right now I have a few problems in the business. Let me tell you why. The checkout page. Now, listen, this is going to be the nerd part of me. So you may not understand, but I'm going to explain to you the way that I feel comfortable explaining it. Then I'll explain it to you in layman's terms. Is that cool? All right. So right now I have a checkout page. Checkout page is what people put in their credit cards to be able to pay for the product here. So what we're doing is we're testing different checkout pages because right now the conversion ratio is a bit low. It's about under 15%. Okay, I need that to be at 30%, which means 30% of the people that hit my checkout form, they need to pay me money, right? How do you achieve this? Well, again, I have to split test. I have to create new and different variations of the checkout page, which includes of installing urgency, scarcity, whatever, changing the button color. There's so many things you have to do to be able to discover what's going to work or not. So that's one problem because the conversion ratio is too low. Okay, it's just too low. The percentage of people that are taking is only 15% and we have thousands of people. If I can increase that to 30%, just doubling my income. Last month I did 3 million, I'll do 7 million if we do this correctly. Does that make sense? Because more people that come into the business, they spend more money in the funnel. You get it? The next problem is the upsells. Some of my upsells, they're just not converting the best. Um, very specifically, the first upsell, it's not doing what I want it to do. It's only doing it's 15, 17%. Now, listen, my affiliates, we are making money right now, but I want more, right? <laughs> I'm not a perfectionist, but when I want something, well, I'm going to do what it takes to get it. 
So even though some marketers may be okay with the numbers that I'm talking about here, but not me. No, absolutely not. My first upsell, 50% of those people should take it. That means if I have 2,000 sales today, 1,000 people will take their first upsell, which means is, and right now it's only at, what, 15%? So I need to do a, a ton of split testing, okay? A ton of split testing today to discover what works and what doesn't work. And I'm going to figure it out today. I'm not going to sleep until I figure it out. And I will, 100%. You'll see. I'm going to, that checkout page is going to be a 40% plus, and the first upsell will be over 50%, for sure. And did that make sense to you? And that's just internet talk. When is the next live starting tonight? What are the stages for us 60 plus people? Same thing, same stages, sweetheart. All right, same stages, same. It doesn't matter your age, it's the same stage. Everybody has to go through these stages to acquire wealth, okay? What's the easiest way to get startup money? It's no easy way to get anything, okay? <clears throat> I truly believe startup money is not needed. I wouldn't suggest nor recommend people to look for startup money. Don't look for loans. Don't try to get people to invest. Just understand the internet itself. Listen. Get into the internet. Listen. I get it. I know some of you have companies outside of the internet, but man, I'm telling you, internet is, it's just, it's where everything's at. I mean, everything is on the internet. You know, why try to create a company? And I'm not saying that you can't, okay? But I'm just saying it's more difficult. Do you understand the return on investment is much more uh, grander just starting an internet company than trying to buy a product, trying to figure out what the margin is, shipping, returns? To me, that's just a lot of work and it's not a lot of profit. But on the internet... I mean, everything is digital. You know, website, seven bucks a year. I mean, you get it? So don't think easy. Don't think, just think, you know, what can I jump into that has the least cost of investment that I don't have to spend a lot of money on and... As far as the training and even the product itself, it's the internet. Okay? The internet, digital marketing space. <laughs> Any questions for me? Go ahead and share this out for me, folks. How to be self accountable, but also not beat yourself up before there's, if there's some slack in some areas. Slack in what areas are you talking about? I mean, I don't. I don't see the purpose of beating yourself up when you got work to do. Like, I have no time to beat myself up because I got work to do. I can't beat myself up about a problem or issue when I got work to do. You have no time. Entrepreneurs that are successful, they don't have no time to beat themselves up. I got work. I got to discover the solution here. I've always wanted an internet business, but I don't know what to do. Yeah, listen, no one knows how to do it. Go on YouTube.com, type in how to start an internet company. How to become an affiliate marketer. I suggest affiliate marketing or create a product that's digital and sell it online. That's what I suggest. But there's so many different companies and different businesses that you can start on the internet here. But you need to be on the internet, period. Because you can't just think about this generation. Think about 10 years from now. Who are you going to be serving? Like my daughter. My daughter's 19. My other daughter's 15. My son is 17. I mean, we're serving them. They, they've been on the internet since they were a baby. They had an iPad. So in 10 years, they're going to be buying my products. So that means all my products need to be on the internet. I don't want physical products, honestly. Everything that I do needs to be on the internet because this is where they go to find out what to wear, how to fix their lives, how to cure depressions, how to get skinny, how to get muscle, how to get everything. They go on the internet. So I want to be there. Okay? What is your opinion of REITs, all oh, the real estate uh, deals? I don't know. I've never got involved with them. All right, all right, folks, much love. 
Hey, did you get value here? Come to the word value. If you got value, do me a favor. Hit the like button and share this for me. Okay? I created this masterclass for you to understand how money works and how the rich people stay rich. Okay? And how we acquire wealth over time using these stages of building and accumulating riches. Do it. Use it. If you got value, come to the word value below. I do appreciate if you share this and like it and comment something nice below. And I will continue to do these master classes based off your, your thoughts and what you need from me. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. Much love and let's go.